Thank you for checking out this episode of Wiregrass Daily News Sports. You can find the podcast over at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review, and I will read it on a future edition of the show. And if you just leave four stars, you are just a straight-up hater. You can follow me on social media over at pjordansec. You can email me at sportstalkfieldjordan at gmail.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report right here on Wiregrass Daily News Sports. I'm your host, Philip Jordan, in-studio host and producer of Dothan Woods Football on I-6.9, The Legend. This is your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. We got a good show for you guys today. We're moving into the semifinals of the high school football playoffs here in Alabama. We're down to two teams in our coverage area that are left. We're going to talk about it. I will be joined by Elba head coach Mark Seaving in just a few moments to talk about Elba's 49-14 win over Maplesville on Friday night. And then after that, we'll jump into what happened in 5A and 2A and actually just go over to the semifinal schedule for you for this Friday in high school football, even you know the games outside of the Wiregrass area. So let's start things off. And before we bring in Coach Seaving, I just wanted to go over what happened in 1A what with Elba, then we'll jump into the conversation. So in 1A, Elba defeated Maplesville 49-14. That makes Elba 13-0 on the year. This was a road trip for Maplesville, who was coming off an upset win over Sweetwater the week before. Alvin Henderson, record-breaking performance on Friday night with six touchdowns and 314 yards. We will talk about that with Coach Seaving in a moment. His six touchdowns were of 8-12-1, 49, 12, and 81. That puts him at 58 touchdowns on the season. Broke North Jackson's Lee Witherspoon's record from 2018 of 53 touchdowns. On the year, Alvin Henderson has 3,202 yards. They will be playing Leroy this Friday on the road. Leroy defeated Brantley 42-18. Brantley ends their season at eight and five. So in the semifinals, it will be Elba playing at Leroy on Friday night. The other semifinal matchup will be Pickens County, who's ten and three, at Coosa Christian, who's eight and five. All right, now I'm gonna play my conversation I had earlier on Sunday night with Elba head coach Mark Seaving. Everybody joining me on the show this week is coming back to the show. Just was back on the show about two weeks ago, but uh, Elva Tigers head coach Mark Seaving. Uh, the Tigers are coming off a 49 to 14 playoff victory at Maplesville there in the third round. And, uh, coach, appreciate you coming on once again and talk about the Elva Tigers. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us. We're, uh, really excited to be going into the semifinals and, um, you know, really proud of, of the, of our team and, and what our boys have done. And, uh, just want to try to keep it going, you know. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. First off, uh, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, and how, how was that too? Like with the team, you know, practice and everything, getting ready for the game with Maplesville and going on the road would also be in Thanksgiving last week. Yeah, you know, it was exciting. You know, man, I've been, you know, I've been coaching like twenty five years, and I've never, never got to practice during the week of Thanksgiving. So. 
and you know that's one of the things I always wanted to do and 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 I know coach Gilmore another guy on our staff he's the same way and so uh we had the whole week off from school and we brought our kids in let's see I think Monday Tuesday and Wednesday we brought them in at nine o'clock in the morning and it was really good because we didn't have you know we didn't have to worry about classes or, the, or, or time or anything like that so we got to uh you know got to watch a lot of film with them and do some things that we normally don't get to do just because we're, uh, you know, because the the bell would get us or something like that. So, but had three really good days of practice. And then Wednesday, um, after Wednesday's practice, we had a bunch of the moms fed us a Thanksgiving dinner, which was just absolutely outstanding. And uh, we gave them Thursday off so they could be with their families. And then we met back Friday morning for a walkthrough before we uh, got on the bus and, uh, so yeah, our guys handled it really well. I thought, and uh, you know, I couldn't be more pleased with how the week went, and I think it showed on Friday night. Yeah, and on top of Friday night, like I said at the top, you guys y'all won forty nine to fourteen going on the road. Also, as well, just you know, overall, just your thoughts on performance from your team on Friday night. Yeah, well, Maplesville's got a really good tradition, really good program up there, and. Uh, you know, somebody I, I did uh, and I done an interview with last week was saying that, you know, the state championship usually goes through Maplesville. That means, you know, just talking about how their program's always in the hunt for it. And um, so, yeah, we knew they were going to be a tough team. They had a big, uh, a big win against Sweetwater the week before us, and uh, and then us having to travel for the first time in the playoffs. So. Uh, but like I said, we had a really good week of practice and our guys were focused and dialed in and, you know, uh, I mean, we set goals for ourselves and, and we're, uh, and really believe our kids, you know, are going to do everything we can to achieve them. So, you know, I was concerned about, you know, the big crowd and, uh, and all of that until I saw the, the size of the crowd that we had, our Elba fans, uh, really showed up. And uh, and did an excellent job supporting us. They were uh, our side was definitely the louder side, and our band was outstanding and cheerleaders. And so you know, man, I, I tell you, being in a town where football is important and the community supports you so well, it really makes a difference. I think in the course of a game, and uh, and our guys were definitely feeding off the energy. And and man, we went out there and and. And they just played lights out, you know, pretty much from the start. Uh, went in at halftime. We were up 21 to nothing and and felt really, really good about where we were. Um, got out there and got a stop right away after the half and scored again. So, you know, it was it was, it was was pretty much over from there. So uh, really proud of, of the effort. We had, uh, of course, Alvin had a big night on offense, but so did Braden Johnson and Caden Adkins and uh, – defensively Jacob Watkins man he was all over the place making tackles and you know they had a they had a, a really good uh, quarterback and receiver and for the most part uh you know we shut them down and and that was uh that was big you know we we uh, we were doing a really good job with our coverage and also uh with bringing some pressures and getting to the quarterback and not giving them time and it really messed their rhythm up I felt and uh, and gave us the edge yeah, I know last time we talked two weeks ago, um, but talked about that with how good your team is. And you look at Max Prince, the stats, tackles for losses. 
And uh, I was watching just the highlights. I actually want to lead with defense. I know y'all feel like every time I have you on, I lead with the offense, but defense. And instead, I always look at after a football game because I think it can tell a whole story almost with a game. They were 0 of 9 on third down. So on the money down, your defense was doing a really good job of getting off the field. Right. I tell you, they, they did. Uh, you know, we were getting them in some third and longs and, and, and bringing some pressures, and they had trouble picking them up. And, <clears throat> man, I tell you, it's so big when your defense can can go out there and get a stop in three plays and get off the field and and they did have some drives now they did uh you know and we and 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 they had some good drives where we really had to bow our neck down there in the red zone to prevent them from scoring but uh it just it just i don't know i just felt like our defense probably played you know their best game so far and uh that's encouraging to know you know that that our, we're still getting better as we go and uh you know, hopefully that carries over into this upcoming week. Um, so, yeah, our, you know, our defense was lights out in a multiple in multiple spots. And you know, you're talking about how they moved on. And like I said, I was watching the highlights off of uh, Max Preps, and seemed like there was possession there there in the second quarter. You guys were up 14 to zero, but they were moving the ball, so they're probably thinking, "Hey, we get a score, we cut the lead in half, get a little momentum. We're at home." But you call us the turnover, and how big was that moment for you guys? Yeah, man. Uh, Colin Arnold, I think, uh, came up with the interception there, and uh, just he's he's another one. I think he played last week or uh, when we played Millery. He had his best game of the year, and and went ahead and just like stacked another great night on top of that one. So you know, our guys are stepping up, and uh, and you know we need them to. I mean, this is uh, these are some really good football teams that we're we're playing, and. Uh, and you know it, it takes everybody. There's no doubt about it. So, you know, on the offense side of it, you talked about Alvin Henderson uh, broke the record uh, for for touchdowns in you know Alabama and, and state history. I tell you what, though, there was one run when I was looking back at the highlights, I, and I don't remember which one it was. It was one of his longer ones. There was two defenders right there, coach, and it looked like anybody else they should be able to get that running back down. And he stiff armed one of them just to split the two the way he did. Uh, just a big night for him, as always. Yeah, I tell you, I think when he's, uh, I tell you, he's come, he runs so hard and, and he's, he's a violent runner, you know, and, you know, sometimes if you're a little bit undersized and you see a guy like that running at you, you know, you start to second guess, you know, what you're going to do. And, uh, you know, if you second guess against Alvin, you know, while you're second guessing, he's running by you. So, uh, I think that's part of it, but yeah, he had a big night. You know, I, you know, Alvin will be the first one to tell you those, those, uh, you know, awards are, are nice to have and all of that, but they don't really matter. Uh, I think, uh, I think it's something that Alvin will look back on and be glad that he did and, and all that. But, uh, he is 100% focused on, you know, coach, I want to, I want to win a state championship. So, you know, that's his main goal. He's running really, really hard and, uh, you know, and man, that's exciting news for us, you know, because we're going to feed him the ball. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope I'm not putting any pressure or anything like that when I'm about to say what I'm about to say, Coach. Uh, when I saw that run I mentioned, uh, my first mind went to Derrick Henry. Just, just to kind of, the word in number two probably threw it in my mind too a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I was like, I, that's a run I think I've seen Derrick Henry do. Where he's stiff on, yeah. where I would almost, if I was a defensive back, I'd almost be like, there might be a little hesitation to come up there and make the tackle. Exactly. 
Yeah, and then you know, and then and you know when you maybe just when you get over that, you know, then you've got Caden Adkins and Braden mm-hmm. Johnson. You know, both of them are about two thirty-five each. You know, rolling downhill at you, and uh, I, I guarantee you, there's nobody wants to be in front of those guys. So, um, you know, yeah, they're a load, man. I mean, and 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 it all comes down to those offensive linemen blocking, open up holes for them, and and uh, so far we've been able to do that. Uh, you know, um, of course, this week brings on a whole new challenge. So, uh, yeah. And uh, just talking about it, you know, we'll be playing Leroy, defending state champs. Uh, they beat Brantley last week, 40-18, obviously a team you guys are familiar with. And I, I was watching some um, footage on them. You know, you talked about Maplesville's a team that has a good quarterback, lots of throw the ball. This team do as well. They do have a 1,000-yard back in their quarterback number 17. It looks like they're out to push the ball down the field. Uh, when you, you know, And for everybody listening, we're doing this conversation on a Sunday evening. But uh, when you what you've seen of Leroy, uh, what's going to be key for you guys to come out with a victory on Friday night? I'll tell you, man. They uh, they are number one for a reason. Uh, I mean, I think they're on an eighteen game winning streak, and that is for a reason. They're a very disciplined football team on both sides of the ball and in the kicking game. They don't make many mistakes. Um, they defensively they just recklessly pursue the football they play really good technique um you know offensively the quarterback is probably the most impressive kid i've seen you know all year i mean he is a uh just and it's it's amazing you can get this from just watching him play but he's a competitor like you know he just stands out as an ultra competitor uh, you could tell he wants it. Uh, he wants the ball in his hand. He wants to run the football. And, you know, I think when you first see him, you know, um, you're like, eh, you know, that kid looks average. And then you watch him play, and he's deceptively good. Um, and he's he's the, uh, you know, he's the leader of that ship, you can tell. And, uh, man, they they do. They've got backs. They've got receivers. He's got a very accurate arm. And uh, and he's a very tough, tough runner. Uh, love the way – you can also tell by watching the film that he's a great teammate. He, uh, um, you know, when he hands the ball off, sometimes during the play, you'll see him running alongside the ball carrier, you know, as the ball carrier's running down the field, you know, uh, looking to block or, or, or you, know, uh, you know, stuff like that you just don't see. And um, he's, he's definitely got that it factor, man, and – and uh, not only that, having to play, at, you know, at a place like Leroy, uh, man, it's just feel like the chips are stacked up against us a little bit, you know, with that. Uh, they, they got a very good, very good team, but we got a good team too, and and uh, that makes for great football games, and and uh, I'm, and I think we're going to have one on Friday night, so. You know, you, you know, talked about them, the offense. You know, them on the defense side of the ball. Of course, you know, with you guys, what you have. You talked about all the the great players you have in the backfield, the great offensive line you guys have there at Elba. Just you know, your offense going up against their defense. Yeah, I mean, you know, we like I said, uh, you know, they got a great team, but we we also, you know, present a set of problems for a defense, and uh, you know, we're hoping that that um, that comes through on Friday night. You know when uh, you know you can go back and watch some film uh, uh, from last week. You know when we're when we're blocking really really good. Uh, you know we're hard to stop, and 
you know, sometimes even us as coaches get frustrated when we only get five yards, and that's because we're spoiled rotten, you know. Alvin's, you know, and and Caden and uh, and Braden getting twelve and fourteen yards of carry. So, um, you know, we got to be happy with positive yards. Uh, we got to make sure we don't turn the ball over, and uh, you know, we need to get out there and block them and do what we do. And uh, you know, I think if uh, that if we do that, that we can definitely have some success against them. You know, just finally, just any any final words about the, the semifinal matchup, about the community there in Elba, just uh, some final words from you as we close up this conversation. Yeah, I will say, and I will say defensively for us, you know, they're, uh, they're real multiple in what they do. They can spread it out, and then they can get in two tight ends and, and unbalanced formations and just pound up, you know. So we got to find ways to get stops defensively. I think, you know, the key to, to winning the game you know, and maybe our success recently has been more, you know, what we've done defensively. You know, if we can get some stops and get the ball back to our offense and, uh, you know, maybe get a turnover, uh, you know, here or there, you know, those things really, really add up in the, in the winning football game. So, um, man, we're just looking forward to it. It's, uh, we're, we feel fortunate to be where we're at and, uh, and, and just looking forward for this opportunity. You know, most kids aren't aren't uh, are still playing football in the state of Alabama. And, and uh, we talked to our kids about that the other day and how lucky they were. And, you know, it's an opportunity to, to make sure that we take advantage of it. I want to encourage our crowd, our fans, our whole town, man, close up shop and, uh, you know, turn the lights off. And please come out to Leroy and support us. We need you. Uh, we need you. We need you. And, uh, you know, I know they will. They've been great all year so far. And, uh, really, really looking forward to this game Friday night, Philip. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you can everybody go check it out? Go go travel to Leroy on Friday night. Check out this semifinal matchup and support the Elba Tigers. And coach, I wish you good luck uh, this this Friday night. Philip, appreciate it, man. Maybe we'll be, maybe we'll be talking next week about absolutely. The That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick timeout, but when we return. I will look over what happened in 5A, Headland, and Eufaula, 2A with Cottonwood. And also we'll look at the rest of the semifinal and 7A state championship schedule for this upcoming week and the following week. You're listening to the Wiregrass High School Football Report on Wiregrass Daily News Sports. 96.9 The Legend is your connection to classic country legend. But Digio Strategies has other options too. News Talk 103.9 is your source for America's top news and entertainment shows like Rick and Bubba in the morning, Glenn Beck from 9 till 11 a.m. and Clay Travis and Buck Sexton middays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. Sean Hannity, Lars Larson, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh and others fill your day with the latest news and views from America's top conservative voices. America at night and coast to coast am keep you company and connected throughout the night plus fox news the alabama radio network and wiregrass daily news keep you informed with national international state and local news and with more musical choices like all the hits 1067 kmx today's country 95.5 wtvy and music 1077 digio strategies gives you more choices and more variety listen on air online and on our apps 96.9 the legend is just a beginning everybody welcome back into the wiregrass high school football report right here on wiregrass daily news sports now we're going to jump into 5a we had two teams in the wiregrass area that were still playing in the 5a of the playoffs 
Ufala defeated Demopolis 20 to 17. That are nine through in a year. Cooper Wingate had an 18-yard field goal with a minute 10 left to win the game. For Ufala, they will now go on to play Gulf Shores, who defeated Headland 35 to 14. Headland ends their season at 10 and 3. This is the first time Headland had ever made it to the state quarterfinals. Headland's offense, which has been explosive all year long, led by Jackson Williams. They were held to 112 yards through three quarters. Jackson Williams was sacked five times in the game, but still great season for Headland, making it as far as they did. And, of course, like we said, first time ever in the state quarterfinals. So now the semifinals in 5A will look like this. You fall at 9-3, will be at 13-0 Gulf Shores. We know there's some controversy around Gulf Shores, but that is the matchup. The other matchup in 5A will be Guntersville, who is 12-1, and they will be playing at Ramsey, who is 11-2. Over in 2A, of course, last week we had Cottonwood head coach Dustin Harrison on the show. Realtown defeated Cottonwood, though, 41-22. Cottonwood ends the year at 10-2. Here are the scores for Cottonwood, and this game was close in the first half. It was kind of a back-and-forth game between the two in the first half. Uh, Braylon Morris connected with Jaden Garrett on a 41-yard touchdown to tie the game at 8 with 3.05 left in the first quarter. Cleet Meadows had a three-yard touchdown to tie the game up at 14 early in the second, and it was 22-14 to 14 going into halftime. Cottonwood did not score again to under two minutes left in the game when Braylon Morris connected with Kylan Hudson on a 16-yard touchdown pass. Uh, for Realtown, we talked about this too last week with Coach Harrison. Uh, their running back, Arthur Woods, had 199 yards in the first half, 238 yards overall in the game. So when we look at the semifinals for 2A, it will be 12-0 Realtown at 13-0 BB Comer, and then 12-1 Pisgah. Like I said, they're 2-1 at 5, who's 2-1. I think a lot of people are favoring 5 uh, in these semifinals to come out winning the state. Uh, rest of the state in 7A, going to give you some scores here because that's where Dothan Wolves play at in 7a central phoenix city defeated mary montgomery 21 to 7 and thompson defeated hewitt trustville 21 to 10 so no surprise we will be getting central phoenix city and thompson playing for the state championship in 7a because 7a has lesser teams in the classification overall and obviously fewer teams in the playoff they are done that was their semifinals on friday night so on december 6th which is a wednesday thompson will be playing central phoenix city for the state championship in 6A, the rest of the semifinals here. Pike Road, 11-2, will be at 13-0. Saraland, Parker at 12-1, will be at Clay Chalkfield, who is 12-0. In 4A, Booker T. Washington at 9-4, will be at 13-0. Catholic Montgomery. Cherokee County, 12-1, will be at Westminster. Christian, who is 11-2. And then in 3A, St. James, 11-2, will be at Mobile Christian, who is 13-0. And, and Madison Academy, 13-0, will be at Geraldine, who is 12-1. And that is going to do it for this week's edition of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Uh, as we heard at the end, fingers crossed. Um, hope Elba and Ufala are able to pick up some victories. And to say this, teaser, you kind of just heard it there. Elba pulls off the victory, gets the win this Friday. Expect to hear Coach Seaving back on the show next week but anyways guys remember you can follow me on social media at p jordan sec the podcast is available over at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcast if you're on apple Podcasts, please follow rate and review leave a review and i'll read it on a future edition of the show 
And if you leave just four stars, you are just a straight-up hater. You can also email me over at sportsoffieldjordan at gmail.com. Check out my written work over at Last Word on college football. Stay tuned. There's more podcasts coming your way. It's conference championship week in college football. So we're going to be previewing the ACC, the SEC, the Sunbelt Championship games, and then we'll break down all of them later on with Matt Lowe. There should be in the feed a recap just from yours truly going solo, going over the weekend, mostly recapping the Iron Bowl. Please go check that out as well. Anyways, hope everybody has a great Monday. Talk to y'all tomorrow or whenever you check out another episode. Until next time, bye-bye.